भक्त कंचन गौरंगी राधे वृंदावनेश्वरी वृषभानु सुते देवी प्राणमा हरे प्रिय हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा कृष्ण कृष्णा हरे 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 रामा हरे रामा राम रामा हरे हरे श्री गौरी वैष्णव गुरु परंपरा की जाए श्री गुरुदेव की जाए सो या वाक एवरीबॉडी thank you for joining us today very um very auspicious and holy day um so i thought since i knew in advance that i would be speaking on this particular day i thought uh, let's try to say something about gadadhar pandit but um i um yeah i don't really anyway i don't really feel particularly qualified but i'm just going to try to share um you know what our teachers have have said and uh, you know things that i've that i've um just trying to adjust the uh, screen okay. um yeah things that i've come across that our own guru maharaj has said and and other acharyas um sorry session screen isn't very good so anyway hopefully it'll figure itself out hopefully it's okay anyway so um Yeah, today is the appearance of Sri Gadadhar Pandit, um, and uh, we want to try to um, try to say something about him um, to 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 glorify him, and, and just to, to try to understand something about this very great personality that is quite um, unfathomable. Um, our Guru Maharaj says that uh, he's perhaps the most difficult to understand of the members of the Panchatattva. <clears throat> So you put you all here on this call. You already know, but just for the wider audience in the future, just I'm sure most of you know already that Gadadhar Pandit um, appeared about the same time as Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, um, and he's the uh, the personification of one of the five the five truths um, about God, uh, known as the Panchatattva. Um, in the set in the uh, Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita. In the uh, Adi Lila seventh chapter, um, there's this beautiful verse that we find, which is offering respects to these five members of the Panchatattva. This um, Panchatattva Makam Krishnam Bhakta Rupa Swarupakam Bhakta Avataram Bhakta Kiam Namami Bhakta Shaktikam. And this means, uh, let me offer my obeisances unto Lord Sri Krishna, who has manifested Himself in five as a devotee expansion of a devotee, incarnation of a devotee, a pure devotee, and devotional energy. Mm. And devotional energy. <clears throat> so of these five that are mentioned, um, the first three, um, Mahaprabhu as a devotee, Nityananda Prabhu as the expansion of a devotee, and Advaita Acharya as the um, incarnation or avatar of a devotee. Uh, so these three are considered the uh, the Prabhus or the masters um, in the sense that they're all um, Vishnu Tattva. <clears throat> and then next, um, it's mentioned uh, offering respect to Bhaktakyam, the pure devotee. Um, so that is. Srivas Thakur, and he's representing the, the Jiva Shakti, or Tatashta Shakti. Um, uh, Srivas, he, he shows 
all that we can become, as our, our Guru Maharaj often says, um, the, the capacity to be divine when we take shelter of the spiritual energy. Um, so like Krishna says in the Bhagavad Gita in the ninth chapter, Mahatmanas tumam partha daivim prakritim ashritaha. O son of Pritta, those who are not deluded, the great souls, are under the protection of the divine nature. So this is Srivas, he's, he's under that protection and he's showing us, you know, what is, that, what is the possibility for us. Like Al Gurumaj, he says that Srivas represents to us all the possibilities of the jiva to live under the Swarup Shakti. Um, so then lastly, in this verse, we offer respects to um, Bhakta Shaktikam. Uh, Bhakta Shaktikam, the personification of Krishna's internal energy. Um, the energy of love itself, who is Srimati Radharani, and who appears in the Panchatattva as um, Sri Gadadhar Pandit. <clears throat> so, um, looking into the tattva of Gadadhar Pandit um, is not exactly easy, as we as we mentioned that Guru Maharaj says that you know it's it's very difficult to fathom Gadadhar Pandit, and you know I I think also that that it is. Um, and but in in Guru Maharaj's book, this uh, sacred preface, he says um, in this last chapter when he make, talks about Gadadhar Pandit. He says, like, why, why it is so difficult to understand, because he, he says, like, so if uh, Gaura, Gauranga, if he is Radha and Krishna combined, how can Gadadhar also be Radha? Um, and obviously it, it is known in our tradition that Mahaprabhu is, is Radha and Krishna combined. You know, that's it's there in the Shastra. Um, so many of our Acharyas have explained more on it. Um, it may, the line that always comes to my mind is from this uh, very nice song of um, Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Prabhupada, uh, this Sri Guru Parampara song when he sings um, uh, Mahaprabhu Sri Chaitanya Radha Krishna Nahe Anya that Mahaprabhu Sri Chaitanya is non-different from Sri Sri Radha and Krishna so so we have heard this and also um, it can it can also be argued that um, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is even becomes more Radha than he is Krishna. Um, so in answer to the question um, of how can Gadadhar Pandit be Radha when Mahaprabhu is, um, our Guru Maharaj, Srila um, Bhaktivedanta Triparari Swami, he says that the answer is um, that he can and he cannot. <laughs> So um, today we're hoping to um, explore that a bit more um, to see how, how he is Radha, but also how he can't be. Um, and by this, um, we, we may see what an extraordinarily important person Gadadhar is amongst the associates of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu <clears throat> and as, as Krishna's other half. So Gadadhar Pandit, um, he was born in Bangladesh and he moved to Navadvipa at a very young age. And it said that his mother, Ratnavati, that she was very good friends um, with Sachi, Sachi Mata. Um, and, and we know that Gora and Gadadhar, that from their childhood, that they were, good, they were close, they were good friends ever since they were young. 
um, and we, we hear from the uh, Chaitanya Bhagavat and Chaitanya Charitamrita, how Gadadhar was always uh, very attached to Nimai. Um, one very interesting point um, about the appearance of these two, of Gaura and Gadadhar, um, there's a nice point that's brought out by Srila Bhakti Rakshak Sridhar Maharaj. Um, and it reflects the, the nature of the philosophical truth of these avatars. Um, so this is kind of how Bhakti Rakshak Sridhar Maharaj explains it, that he says that both Radha and Krishna they both appeared in the in the middle of the lunar period. So they uh, so for example, Radharani she appeared on the Ashtami, the eighth day in the bright fortnight, like kind of in the middle <clears throat> between the new moon and the full moon. And Krishna also appeared on the Ashtami on the eighth day of the dark fortnight. Um, and he says that this these two combined makes the full moon. So this is why Mahaprabhu appeared on, on the, the full moon. Um, but <clears throat> as Bhakti Rakshak Dev Goswami Maharaj says, um, that he says Gadadhar appeared under the blackest night, or, or in other words, the Amavasya, or, or the sometimes called the new moon day today, or, or sometimes it's also called the day of no moon because you don't see the moon on, on this day. So it really is. So when, when Sridhar Maharaj is saying that the blackest night in terms of all the days of the month, this would be the, the you know, the darkest, the darkest night. Um, so he, uh, Sridhar Maharaj, he says that this symbolizes the fact that Mahaprabhu, he took the entirety of the internal wealth uh, from Gadadhar um, and hence he appeared on that day of no moon, on that dark, dark day. And also not only his appearance day, but also his disappearance day was also on, on the Amavasya, like um, a different Amavasya. I think it's, this year it's in June. But um, so it's kind of when you hear it like that, that Mahaprabhu has like, you know, taken all the internal wealth of Gadadha, it sounds like something very sad. Um, but as we'll see, it only serves to glorify Srimati Radharani even more. Um, there is a, a beautiful part in, in the book called The Golden Volcano of Divine Love um, of Srila Bhakti Rakshak Sridhar Maharaj. And it's a part in, um, I think it's a chapter, it's called The Tragedy of Separation. And in this chapter, Sridhar Maharaj, he describes um, Radha's um, protecting Krishna, protection of Krishna um, in, in his attempt to, to feel what she does. Um, you know, it's said um, like sugar is sweet, but it, but it cannot taste itself. So there has to be, there has to be a, a taster. Um, it needs a taster. So Srila Bhakti Rakshak Sridhar Maharaj, he says, um, uh, so this, this is from his book. He says, Krishna wanted to have some experience of why Radharani is so mad for him. He thought, what is there in me that makes her so immeasurably mad for me? What sweetness can she draw from me? I can't ascertain it. He wanted to mould himself in the mood of Sri Radhika and try to taste his own self from that temperament. So he came as Sri Chaitanya. 
When he conceived of such an incarnation and proposed his idea to Srimati Radharani, we are told that Radharani on her part said, sometimes you will madly roll on the earth, taking my name, but I won't be able to tolerate it. I shall cover your body with my golden form. I won't allow you to roll on the earth. I shall cover you with my embrace. So it is said by those who know the ontological aspect of Sri Chaitanya Dev, I offer my respects to Sri Chaitanya Dev, whose mood and colour is Radharani's and whose inner self is Krishna searching for himself, tasting himself and trying to understand why Radharani is mad to taste him and what sort of sweetness she finds in him. Radha Bhava Dyuti Suvalitam Nomi Krishna Swarupam. That's the end of the quote from the Golden Volcano. <clears throat> but that last quote that he put in, the, the, this is um, a part of a verse from Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita, this Radha Bhava Dyuti Suvalitam Nomi Krishna Swarupam. And that means um, I bow down to him who has manifested himself with the sentiment and complexion of Srimati Radharani although he is Krishna himself. So um, we can see that this um, endeavor of Krishna, it's uh, sanctioned and allowed um, by Radharani herself. Um, but by covering Krishna, sorry, my camera's being weird. <laughs> I'm just sorry, it's going back. I've, yeah, I got, anyway, it's the iPad, it does like strange things with the camera. It kind of tries to follow you, but then I don't know why it's doing that. Sorry about that. Um, so yeah, what I was saying, so, so Radharani has sanctioned Krishna's endeavor. Um, you know, she's, she's helping. Um, but what, so when she, she's covering Krishna in her golden embrace, but this means, we can see that this means many things. Um, and also, by her doing this, it affects the avatar of, of Gadadhar. Um, it, it is said, like um, I think I heard in a class of our Guru Maharaj, that um, Gadadhar is Radharani in a particular condition relative to the Leela. Um, so Srila uh, Bhaktivakshak Sridhar Maharaj, he says that Gora has taken the entirety of internal wealth from Gadadhar, and that Gadadhar follows Gora like a shadow, or like someone whose heart has been stolen. He is Radha, but he's also not Radha. Um, as we know from one of Srimati Radharani's transcendental qualities, you know, it's explained in the teachings of Lord Chaitanya that um, she has 25 transcendental qualities. And one of these qualities is that um, she always keeps Krishna under her control. Um, and uh, in the Chaitanya Charitamrita, in the Madhya Leela, chapter 14, uh, we hear about differences between different kinds of gopis. Um, so there's one verse that says, um, a gopi who is always eager to be jealously angered, who is very enthusiastic for that position, who immediately becomes angry when defeated, who is never under the control of a hero, and who always opposes him is called a Vama or a left-wing gopi. 
And in the purport to that, Prabhupada says that this is actually from Rupa Goswami's Ujwala Nilamani. Uh, and in this text, Rupa Goswami also describes the uh, right-wing uh, gopis, or, or uh, also called um, Dakshina, um, Dakshina gopis. So he describes the, the, the right-wing lovers who have more of a um, submissive attitude. So this verse is, um, a gopi who cannot tolerate womanly anger, who speaks suitable words to the hero, and who is satisfied by his sweet words is called a dakshina or a right-wing gopi. So um, when Radharani gave Krishna her bhav, um, it included this um, special characteristic of hers, uh, you know, something that is um, something bold and um, dominant and kind of rebellious. Um, and without it, um, as when Radharani comes as Gadadhar, uh, he has the sub submissive love of, of the Dakshina, which uh, this has been compared to Rukmini in Dwarka. Um, and there's also, there's a verse in the Chaitanya Charitamrita uh, where Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami says this. He says, um, <clears throat> it's in the Antyalila, chapter seven, verse 144. Gadadhara Panditera Bhava Rukmini Devira Yaiche Dakshina Swabhava. Gadadhar Pandit's pure ecstatic love for Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was also very deep. It was like that of Rukmini Devi, who was always especially submissive to Krishna. So I, I saved a few quotes here just to um, expand a bit more on this um, topic uh, of the mood of Gadadhar. So uh, Sridhar Maharaj, he says that uh, Gadadhar Pandit is Radha Bhav Duti Suvalitam, the entire wealth of Radharani's feelings, her sentiments, mood, and even her luster were taken by Krishna. Radharani voluntarily gave all these things. I can't allow you to roll on the earth with your body. I shall enfold you. That emptiness we find in Gadadhar Pandit, he is running after Mahaprabhu as his shadow, but he is not poor. It is his wealth that has given Mahaprabhu such a dignified position. And uh, yeah, this is another bit where, where Sridhar Maharaj just speaks a little bit more about this Dakshina and Vama. He says, we may look to the outer aspect of Gadadhar, his bhav has been taken, emptied. Rukmini means dakshina, not vama. The vama nature is a little aggressive and fights with the lover. Dakshina tolerates everything, whatever comes, only with a defensive attitude. That is dakshina. That is the mood of Rukmini. So when Mahaprabhu plunders the spirit of Radharani, the rebellious vama nature, what remains is comparable to Rukmini, a passive seer without any power to assert, only an onlooker, an onlooker tolerating everything, a very pitiable condition that elicits kindness and sympathy from everyone. I think we feel that, I often feel it when we hear about Gadadhar, like 
<laughs> it's like a sad Gadata elicits some some sympathy. Um, and uh, there's a there's a yeah, I've got a couple of quotes here about Guru Maharaj as well. Um, he says that uh, Kaviraj Goswami says uh, in the verse we just read that Gadadhar's bhav is just like that of Rukmini Dakshina Naiki. Uh, the comparison is made for the purpose of revealing the temperament of Gadadhar. He is Radha with her bhav stolen by Krishna. What is left over is the bhav of a submissive lover that is the opposite of Radha's dominating love, Vamanaiki. Gadadhar is Radha under the surface of this submissive mood. And he is and he is in search of the bhav that Mahaprabhu has stolen. Um, and Guru Maharaj continues, and thus the leela of Mahaprabhu in Puri, which is representative of Dwarka, is imbued with Aishwarya, not found in Nadia. Indeed, this Aishwarya is said to have weighed heavily on Gadadhar Pandit and influenced his bhav. Kaviraj Goswami says of Gadadhar in Puridham that because he was influenced by Aishwarya Gyan of Goranga, he was, as Srila Prabhupada comments further, always submissive. Dakshina Naiki. He could not be angered by Mahaprabhu, even when Mahaprabhu tried to anger him and see the mood of Radha, the Vama Naiki, in him. So it just—it's very interesting to learn this. I found that you know, it just—it's just not possible for him to be angered or to have that mood because, yeah, it's—it's it's gone. So, um, <clears throat> so just like Krishna is Swayam Bhagawan, the original personality of God, then Radharani is Swayam Shakti. That she is the, you know, original energy of God, um, and all Shakti expansions come from her. Um, so for Lord, for Lord Chaitanya to become Radha and Krishna combined, Radharani has to step back and allow it. Um, when she gives him her bhav, she becomes another form of herself, but one without certain characteristics um, that she has in her original form as Sri Radha. Um, she is so selflessly loving that she got out of the way for Gora to be successful in his mission. Um, our Guru Maharaj, he says that the more Mahaprabhu became Radha um, and the more that that manifested, then uh, the less Gadadhar was Radha. <clears throat> so for example, like <clears throat> in the earlier pastimes, when they were in Nadia, <clears throat> excuse me, in their earlier pastimes, <clears throat> Gadadhar was always a Vaishnava. <clears throat> uh, even when, uh, even when Gora had not manifested his love for Krishna, uh, then you know from the very beginning, Gadadhar was was always a devotee. And as a youth, um, Gora Hari, he seemed like quite materialistic um, and proud, um, although he was very learned. You know, he he knew a lot. He was very clever, but. Um, Gadadhar, he used to say to him, 
that all of his knowledge was useless because of his, he's not a devotee, you know, he's, because he's not a devotee of Krishna. So it doesn't, what, what was the, the value of his knowledge? And in answer, um, Mahaprabhu, Nimai Pandit, used to say to, um, to Gadadhar, you, you just wait, Gadadhar, one day I'll become such a Vaishnava that even Lord Brahma and Lord Shiva will worship me. <laughs> <laughs> and Gadadhar would think, um, oh, and he's arrogant too, <laughs> as well as a materialist. But I love him. And this is like, I heard this story from our, from our Guru Maharaj, and it's very, very sweet that, um, you know, uh, Gadadhar was so, so attached to, uh, to Nimai that, you know, oh, yeah, okay, he's really arrogant, but still, I love him. But when Mahaprabhu, after he went to Gaya, then he became initiated by Ishwara Puri, and he came back and he, and he was actually manifesting his, his mood as a devotee and his love for Krishna had awakened, um, then, like, you know, it's, we can't imagine how happy Gadadhar Pandit must have been, you know, like, he really must have, he, he wanted so much for Nimai to, to be a Vaishnava and uh, you know it's said that when when Nimai Pandit came back to Nadia then um, all the townspeople were saying like Nimai Pandit has become a Vaishnava Nimai has become a Vaishnava like it was such a big thing and then they were there was going to be a, a kirtan at um, the house of um, Shuklambar and um, it, and it said that Gadadhar went there and but Gadadhar he hid himself like in a uh, a cupboard I guess or like a closet wardrobe I don't know something he was hiding and um and from that cupboard he was seeing all the ecstatic symptoms in in Mahaprabhu as as he was chanting the holy names um and when everyone had gone uh, Mahaprabhu could could hear uh, someone crying like uncontrollably like you know weeping and weeping so much he could hear and he asked like who is that and um, and there he, then he found he found Gadadhar weeping and weeping, um, but he he was weeping in so much happiness, you know that his nimai had, was manifesting love for Krishna. So it's just you know I just we can't imagine how how happy Gadadhar must have been. So all already before then they were already good friends, but then from that point even you know closer friends. Um, so it's really, really sweet. And um, yeah, our Guru Maharaj explains that in the earlier pastimes, that Gadadhar was more um, protective of Gora um, at that time. Um, initially, um, I guess you could say perhaps a bit more like Radharani with that mood that, you know, a bit con concerned and a bit afraid of what will happen to him if he experiences Radha's love. Um, so there's that nice story of when they were young and when um, Mahaprabhu was, uh, he, I think he was crying and he was upset, wondering like, where, where is Krishna? Where is Krishna? And, um, and, he, and I think, uh, I think Gadadhar said to him that, you know, Krishna is in your heart. It's okay. And then he started to like scratch, you know, at his chest to try to get his heart, but Gadadhar stopped him and, and he calmed him down and, and, um, and he pacified him and then mother Sachi she saw this and she asked Gadadhar that he would always stay with her son and watch over him you know because she saw how good he was at, at just you know calming Nimai 
Um, and indeed, the two of them, they remained fast friends, as Guru Maharaj says, fast friends, like very close friends, um, their whole lives, for, for their whole lives. Um, and Gadadhar, he did follow Gauranga, just like a shadow. Um, and when Mahaprabhu took sannyas and went to live uh, in Jagannath Puri, then Gadadhar followed him, and uh, he also took sannyas. Uh, he took uh, what's called Kshetra sannyas, uh, sannyas to to, and he made a vow to stay in that place, that Kshetra, that field of, of Jagannath Puri. So he he vowed that he would not leave there. Um, but actually, there was a time where Gadadhar did he broke that vow because Mahaprabhu was going to go to Vrindavan, and Gadadhar, you know, didn't want to didn't want to leave him. So he he started to follow him. But Mahaprabhu told him, no, he told him, you have to go back, don't break your vow. And um, since Gadadhar did have this submissive mood, um, you know, that we heard about, um, this submissive mood of Rukmini, he, he, he couldn't say no when Mahaprabhu told him. And, and all he could do is, I, he was just so sad at this separation that was coming that he lost consciousness. And he fainted. And then when he regained consciousness, he just he went back to Puri, um, like like the Lord had asked him to. Um, so there are so many things that seem quite sad in these leelas. Um, and actually, Bhakti Rakshak Sridhar Maharaj, he says himself that Gadadhar tolerated injustices his whole life. <laughs> um, he, he calls Gadadhar the um, predominated moiety of the whole um so although he is radha and radharani you know she's the queen of rindavan but actually in, in as gadadhar he's like in a position completely opposite to that and and as gadadhar like he couldn't even enter rindavan you know he wanted to go with mahaprabhu to rindavan and mahaprabhu said no so um but actually, it was actually thanks to Gadadhar Pandit that Mahaprabhu was successful. Um, and although that he, he was, he was uh, Gadadhar was gradually stepping back to allow Mahaprabhu to experience Radhabhav, um, he was always there. Um, initially in Nadia, protecting him out of concern for what her bhav will do to him. But then later, um, in a more instructive way, um, it's because it's said um, that the Nadia pastimes, you know, they are more like more intimate and more sweet. But it's also said that the Lord's Leela at Jagannath Puri is like more instructive for, for sadhakas, you know, for those like, like us trying to practice this, this path of bhakti. So um, um, every day in Puri, uh, Mahaprabhu would go to the uh, Tota Gopinath temple where Gadadhar was serving the deity there. And every day Mahaprabhu would hear um, the Srimad Bhagavatam from Gadadhar. And um, actually um, it, said, it said that even in Nadia, um, Gadadhar was speaking on the Bhagavatam. They would often ask, ask him to speak on the Bhagavatam. So, so it seems that he was always doing this, but even, you know, it was something like kind of like, you know, officially every day Mahaprabhu would hear would hear Bhagavatam from him. And um, so in Puri, Mahaprabhu is teaching us how to enter the eternal Leela. And as he progressed on his mission 
through Nam Sankirtan, going deeper into Radharani's love for Krishna, Gadadhar continued in his humble service to Tottagopinath and in reading the Bhagavatam uh, to Mahaprabhu. Um, our Guru Maharaj, uh, he says that despite the diminished position uh, of Gadadhar Pandit, um, he says that we can see it in like a, a, a Zen way, you know, like in Zen, like less is more. <laughs> so he's, he says that um, we, we can see it like that. As, as Gadadhar, Radha, she's allowing Krishna to be all that he can be by giving him the, the essence of her loving mood. Um, since that was what he was lacking before, you know, and thus he, he was unable to live up to his, his name of Rasaraj, you know, he could not be like the king of all tastes because there was something that he did not have. So Radharani in her generosity, she gave him that. And it may seem that she is uh, less or diminished, but actually, um, our Guru Maharaj says that actually that makes uh, even more and more glorious um, in what she's done because he couldn't he couldn't have done it otherwise. So sometimes it seems like it's kind of heartbreaking to see the devotion that Gadadhar had for Goranga, but yet so generous to to have given um, what he did. And actually, there's this very nice one of the names of Lord Chaitanya is uh, Gadadhar Pranana, that he is the the um, Lord of Gadadhar's life. Um, and um, actually, so this deity of Totagopinath that uh, Gadadhar was worshipping, um, this is said to be one of when Mahaprabhu wrapped up his pastimes in this world. Um, it's said that he disappeared and uh, he was seen to disappear in three different places. And one of those places. Um, was it said that he disappeared into the the Tota Gopina deity um, and actually even to this day there's still like a, a little golden mark on the body of the deity I think I think it may be on his knee um, where um, where it said that that's where Mahaprabhu entered um, and uh, and interestingly when Gadadhar uh, ended his earthly pastimes um, and, and left this world, that it said that Gadadhar entered into the deity of Radharani, who is with Totagopinath. Um, and um, yeah, you can you can still see this deity there today in Jagannath Puri. You can go to the Totagopinath temple. Um, and there's one very wonderful thing about this deity, which is very um, unusual, uh, that you, you probably already already know, is that he's not standing up. He's he's sitting down. Um, and I think he's sitting cross-legged and he wasn't always like that. He used to be standing, <clears throat> but um, it's quite sweet that actually after, after Mahaprabhu did leave this world and um, because of the separation, Gadadhar Pandit, he, he aged very, very quickly and his body became very frail and it was very difficult for him um, to do things, you know, like he couldn't even read the Bhagavatam anymore without without crying. He would cry so much that the you know it said that the the, the words and the the page, the script was um, washed away because he was because of his tears. Um, but uh, but what, because of his body was like I say quite frail and he couldn't do so much. So when he would try to reach up to put the garland over Tottagopinath's head. Um, it was difficult for him. So um, 
so it's so the deity Gopinath himself he changed positions and he he sat down cross-legged to make it easier for Gadadhar to um to garland him so it's um it's it's <laughs> so sweet um and yes yeah, so like I say you can if you maybe some of you have already been to Jagannath Puri and, and seen him there I don't know I, I had the good fortune just once I've been to Puri that was in 2009 and got to go and see him there um and yeah there were like there were so many wonderful stories involving Golda and Gadadhar um but I'm kind of I thought there's so much to say, but I'll try to keep it kind of fairly brief just to try to get a kind of a the gist or the, the idea of what our Acharyas have given. Um, but I have like a couple of quotes that I wanted to share with you, um, which I thought were very, um, really, really insightful. Um, one of them is from, from our Guru Maharaj's sacred preface. Um, sorry, my camera really is doing that weird zooming in and out thing. Sorry about that. Um, but we are one is from Sacred Preface, and there's a very nice paragraph where our Guru Maharaj he kind of um, sort of summarizes um, Gadadhar Pandit, um, which I'll share with you. And then the other quote is um, a very, very beautiful verse, which is composed by Srila Bhakti Rakshak Sridhar Dev Goswami Maharaj. So, in, um, as I say, in summary, this is what our uh, Srila Bhaktivedanta Tripurari Swami writes. So Radha initially tried to stop Krishna in, in his pursuit of her Mahabhav, concerned as to what her bhav might do to him, what the world would think of him, and what it would mean for her to be placed so prominently in the limelight. But Krishna, true to his nature, was determined to taste it at any cost. Thus, she accompanied him in his pursuit to protect him should he lose himself in her love. Furthermore, she dispatched her dearmost friends, Lalita and Vishaka, Swarup and Ramananda, who are well acquainted with her bhav, to assist him further. When Asgadadhar she could no longer directly participate without hindering his pursuit. At that time, at the height of Golda's triumph, she stood in his shadow as he basked in glory. So glorious is Gadadhar that his role, properly understood, diminishes the glory of Golda, even while Gadadhar seeks no recognition at all and outwardly appears diminished in his own status as Radha, all but disappearing from the scene. The truth of the matter is that without Gadadhar, Golda Krishna could not have been successful in his efforts to experience Radha's preem. Golda's only hope for success rests in the outstretched hands of Gadadhar Pandit, who gives Golda his entire self, while quietly disappearing into the background. Thus, Gadadhar is arguably the most important among all of Sri Chaitanya's associates. None can compare to him. Jaya Gaura Gadai, save the best for last. <laughs> so this is what Agurama says. Um, I just thought that's, that summarizes it very, very, very nicely. Um, and the other, um, 
the other verse that I was going to, to read is, uh, uh, as I say, Sridhar Maharaj. He says, um, um, this is from an article that it's actually on the Harmonist. There's, there's an article on the Harmonist of, on the appearance day of um, Gadadhar Pandit. So if you want to read the whole article, it's there. Um, but um, Sridhar Maharaj, he says, um, that, uh, he says, once I was going to compile uh, the very gist of the Bhagavatam. Bhaktivinoda Thakur has compiled 1,000 shlokas in his Bhagavat Arka Marichi Mala. I had in mind half of that, at least 300 shlokas to represent the whole Bhagavatam. I composed an introduction for that book and this shloka is there. So this is a, a, a verse composed by Sridhar Maharaj, um, which glorifies Gadadhar Pandit and was going to be part of the, um, this in, introduction for, um, for summarizing the whole Bhagavatam. So this is the verse. Um, um, um. And the translation is, May Gadadhar Prabhu be my exclusive goal, the destination of my whole life. He is sent to engage in a particular duty on the shore of that infinite ocean. The infinite ocean is there and just on the shore he is sitting. And what is he doing? What is his duty? He is giving consolation to his friend. And who is that friend? It is Mahaprabhu, who is madly searching for his own self. He is mad, akshepanvitam, in a very distressed condition. He is greatly afflicted with separation from his own self. Gadadhar is such a friend. He is giving some wine to give him relief from that pain. And what is that wine? That is Bhagavati Katha, the discourse of Srimad Bhagavatam of Krishna and Vrindavan. He is distributing serving the wine of Bhagavat Katha to his friend who is suffering from the extreme pain of the separation from his own self. And then uh, Sridhar Maharaj just gives a little explanation at the, at the end. Such is severe separation, Swa Viraha. He is searching in separation from his own self and it is so painful. He is afflicted and to remove his affliction, Gadadhar is serving some wine, and that wine is coming from the discourse of the Srimad Bhagavatam, the Vrindavan story. Sanjivayan Bhattiya, he is enlivening his life, giving that wine of Krishna Katha. Srimad Bhagavatam Sadaswa Nayanashru Payanai. 
Ashru means articles of worship. And what are the articles of worship of the Bhagavatam? His own tears. He is worshipping the Bhagavatam with his own tears. Goswami Pravaro Gadadhar Vibhur Bhuyat. May I be blessed with the grace of Gadadhar Pandit, the master of the Bhagavatam, from whom Mahaprabhu listens to the Bhagavatam. I invoke his mercy. So thank you for your attention. Um, and I wish that everybody gets the great, very sweet mercy of Sri Gadadhar Pandit on this most holy day of his appearance. And um, if anyone has any um, comments or questions or corrections, then um, please, please say now. And as I say, I felt like there was probably more that I could have said, but I think we'll stop here. But please, please share with uh, any, anything that you'd like to. Does anybody have anything they'd like to? Let's say. It's it's first of all, it's nice that um, we've just been reading in our study groups about the tragedy of separation, that that chapter in the golden volcano oh, divine love. And also, I've been reading Sacred Preface, um, but I haven't got to that part that you're actually quoting yet. So it's, it's a nice incentive. So I'm going <laughs> to look forward to that. Um, but also, this is just, just um, I was just wondering about this concept of the fact that Lord Chaitanya took the internal wealth from Gadadara. Is that right? So he, it's taken from him. But I'm thinking that it's taken from him in order for Padadra to give it back, in a sense, to comfort him, you know, um, mm. when he's in that. Um, so, but, you know, I'm just, I, I, is that right that um, Godadra was born kind of on a third or whatever <laughs> with that internal wealth taken? Or on him, in order for him to give it, I I I, I don't I, I can't understand it. The concept of that, if he if he has all the internal wealth taken from him, how can he give him something? Give give uh, Lord Chaitanya something back to him? But um, I think that's probably just the way that Radha Rani gives so much. I think is that right? Um, I think so. Yeah. That, that is why. Is that why Lord Chaitanya is is gold? Is that why he is the color of gold? Because Radha already gave it to him. Um, that that's yeah, that's nice. But it's confirmed that that is why gold is his color. Mm. So, yeah, um, I think. Anyway. That... Yeah. Uh, it's just it's just trying to get inside my head <laughs> logically it's not logical you know we can't do it logically but um if Gadara was born without something taken from him how can he you know what can he give back but but um I think you did explain it in a way <laughs> um it's just the nature of Radha isn't it that's what it is yeah I, I suppose so and and um 
yeah just thinking like yeah because it seems like like you say like he's born without that like she's already given it but then I guess then that was why then our um, teachers have explained about the difference between the the Vama and the Dakshina so she so still has so much love just like um, Rukmini has so much love for Krishna there's no doubt about it but it's just like a kind of slightly different um, slightly different in the sense of um, you know, being completely submissive to it and not having that, that ability to oppose it in any way or to to argue it or anything but um yeah I, I suppose so but um but but yeah like you said there is also that element of of her giving even as Godard giving the Bhagavatam is uh, you know help, helping him so much um to mitigate his pain like like Sridhar was saying yeah, it's all quite inconceivable. Yeah. <laughs> Mind blown, but anyway, thank you so much. Thank you, thank, thank you for being here. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I don't know if there's anything else. Otherwise, we can, um, yeah, pray for the mercy of, of Gadadhar Pandit, sweet Gadadhar. One of my, uh, yeah, I always like to remember the. Uh, I, I'd forgotten when I was planning this class, but there's also there's always that wonderful story of um of how Gadadhar met his spiritual master Pundarik Vidyaniti. I always really like that story <laughs> when Mukunda told him that there was a great Vaishnava and would he like to meet him. And at first, Gadadhar couldn't quite understand is this is this a great Vaishnava <laughs> because he seemed very materialistic. And, but then Mukunda uh, quotes that wonderful verse from the Bhagavatam. Uh, a whole bakiyam, I can't remember that. A whole bakiyam, stana kalakutam, jikam shayaya tayad. Oh, something else had to be. I can't remember the whole verse, but it's the verse that, you know, how can I take shelter of anyone more merciful than Krishna, um, who, um, he, who gave the position of a mother to Putana, even though she was a she demon? and was unfaithful and they'd even put poison on her breast to try to kill him and then when Pandurik Vidyanidhi heard that verse then he like he just lost it didn't he, he like he was just he, he was rolling around ripping all his clothes smashing everything people couldn't even hold him down because he was in experiencing so much ecstasy he it says it said that he kept repeating the last line of that verse isn't it um kangva dayalum oh I can't remember it. Kamva Dayalum Sharanam Vrajema. Like, how can I take shelter of one more merciful? How can I take shelter of one more merciful? And um, and then Gadadha obviously realized what a what a great personality he was. And then under the direction of Mahaprabhu, then he he accepted him as a spiritual master. And it's so sweet because in um Gauraganadesh uh, Deepika. It said that um, you know Gadadhar is Radha, but then it's said that Pandurik Vidyaniti is uh, Brishabhanu Maharaj. So it's so sweet that it's actually her dad. <laughs> so yeah, I thought I'd just get that story in there because it's so nice. <laughs> but yeah, if there's nothing else, just thank you so much for being here and um, and for for your encouragement and your attention, and I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day.
and uh, look forward to seeing all of you soon. Maybe or maybe on Sunday with Guru Maharaj on the call, hopefully. Jai. Hare Krishna, everybody. Thank you. Vanchakalpa Trivishta Kripasanti Deva Chapatitanam Pavanagi Vaishnavi Bionamoni Maha Anantakoti Vaishnavrinda Ki Jai. Hari Hari. Ohini Tasi Ki Jai. Vaishnav Sangha Ki Jai. Hey,